All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk, Power Rankings Pod on a Tuesday. It's Jeff and Brad. Brad, how are you? I'm well. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I've taken a little bit of time today and revamped my my power rankings. And truthfully, I think this week was the hardest I've ever had to do. Uh, just just yeah, looking yeah. over the teams, it's it's getting hard. It's getting really hard. Yeah, it was hard for me too, and I, I felt that um, I was getting attached to certain teams. Maybe it was just uh, kind of loyalty to where I had them previously, or or yeah. trying to be the first guy to say they're going to be the team to pop off. So I kind of took a step back and and looked at all the teams for for what they are, and you know who I think if they were to play a random team today, who would win. And uh, I think it was a good job by Jared. You know, I think uh, when he talked about the Bucks and I. I pushed back really hard on why I thought they would win, but you know everything he pointed out is what they ended up losing yesterday. So maybe I was just blindly in love with Tampa because of the names. So I tried to really take a step back and, and, and you know, revamp my list, and I'm ready to go when you are. Yeah. Well, I do think that, I mean, just quick, I think Tampa Bay is a good team. I think they, they, they lack – some some things and i'm sure we'll get into that but uh of course. let's just go ahead and do this we'll go through our power rankings and uh last week you know we we touched on the uh the nfc east but this week we're just going to go ahead and give our quick projections of who we think is going to win each division sound good yeah, yeah all right well i'm gonna let me start off with my outside looking in because uh this is a first There's for the, quite a few this is a first for the pod this week. Um, I don't believe that you have left this team out, and I know I have not left this team out. It's the Baltimore Ravens. They're on the outside looking in this week. Uh, the Browns, the Cardinals, the Raiders, and the Dolphins are all on the outside. Let me go ahead and just start it off. Number 10, 7-3, and three, it's the Green Bay Packers. They're plus 50 on the year. Uh, they're the current number three seed in the NFC. Coming up just short to the Colts, I, I predicted the Colts to win that game. It was a very close game. Uh, I didn't expect it to be a blowout, and it wasn't. So uh, I still think the Packers are a good team. It just it seems like they're pretty predictable. If they're going to play a physical team, they're going to be in for one, uh, for a tough day. I was impressed that they at least lost close. It seems like when they do lose nowadays, it's never close. So I, I guess I was slightly impressed in that loss. Coming in at number nine, it's Seattle Seahawks back in the top ten, uh, seven and three on the year, plus thirty one. Uh, they're five and zero oh at home, and they're the current number five seed in the NFC. This is the most – they're a top three offensive dangerous team in the league. As far as what they're able to do offensively, they're top three. I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to put them outside of the top three. Um, and if you you happen to sneak in one in there, they're, they're definitely not past four. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, they did enough this week to get into the top ten. Coming in, only four-loss team, it's it's still the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, they're the number six team in the NFC. Uh, they're plus 67 on the year, but here's their one weakness. It's, it's the weirdest weakness I can ever imagine for a team. They literally can't play in primetime. They're one and three in primetime, and their only win is against the Giants, who have three wins. Uh, I don't know. They're not, they don't have any more primetime games until the playoffs, and that's if the, the playoffs are scheduled in primetime. Um, sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't, and obviously the Super Bowl will be played in primetime, so... Uh, they'd have to win at least one more going forward, but who knows? Coming in at number seven, 
you know, this is a, this is a tough one. This is where it starts getting weird. It's been weird, but I got the Tennessee Titans at seven and three. Uh, they're the number five seed in the AFC. They're plus twenty in the year. They play the Colts again this week. Um, I personally believe they're a better team than the Colts. Obviously, the Colts got the upper hand on them a couple weeks ago. We'll see what this week does. Uh, Tennessee's had a, a pretty rough stretch, but I predicted them to beat the Ravens. They did beat the Ravens. Uh, this team's very physical. They set up to be a good team moving forward at this time of the year. Coming in at number six, they were off this week, but I, I like them. They're seven and three. It's the Buffalo Bills. They're plus seven on the year, which is by far the worst on this list, and it, it will probably be the worst on this list for a while. But they're four and zero in division, and they're the number three seed in the AFC. They're a respectable opponent for anybody. Their their last loss was on a hail mary. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat this team up. They're they're a good football team. Coming in at number five, it's the LA Rams. Um, I know early on, neither of us talked about this team, and then you kind of jumped on them. And then you kind of jumped off, and I, I haven't really jumped on them at all this year. Uh, I've been pretty critical of them, actually. I'm starting to catch. I'm starting to catch on with this team. Uh, seven and three on the year, plus fifty-one. They're four and zero at home, and they're seven and one against the NFC. The teams that they're required to beat to go to the Super Bowl, they're seven and one against them. That's a damn good football team, and they're number two in the NFC. We need to start paying more attention to them. They uh, they played really well last night, and they beat up, in my opinion, still a very good Bucks team. Number four, highest they've been on this list. Uh, this number four spot seems to be a rotational territory for a lot of teams week in and week out, but I got the Colts. Seven and three, plus 68 on the year. They're four and oh against the NFC North. So a very respectable division, year in and year out. They're undefeated against them. The weird thing is they're three and three against their own division. So they got the NFC out of the way, which you would assume would have been tough. It wasn't their own. Their own conference has been pretty tough for them. They're still the four seed in the AFC big game against the Titans, as I alluded to. Number three and uh, I this team is just staying put, man. It's the New Orleans Saints. They're eight and two plus 73 on the year. They're four and oh in divisional games and they're winners of seven in a row. They've won seven games in a row. Uh, at this point, I don't understand why more people don't bring up the system with the Saints. I mean, it doesn't matter who they start, they win games. Taysom Hill obviously came in and looked like a star. And uh, they're one of the only three teams that have won their last five games. In their last five games, they're undefeated. And the other two are these two teams, the Steelers, number two, 10-0. They're the only undefeated team in the league, 124-plus uh, point differential. It's the, it's the best in the league. And they're the number one seed in the AFC. And uh, I, I, I pick them to beat any team in the league except one, one team. And it's the Kansas City Chiefs at 9-1, and one, plus 107. They're scoring 32 points a game. It's the best in the league. And it seems like the only, the only obstacle they have is the Steelers, and they're not going to meet. So um, as long as the Steelers keep winning, I think that they're going to probably end up taking that one seed. Because uh, it doesn't seem like Kansas City plays competitive games unless it's to the Raiders. I mean, Pat Mahomes has only thrown two picks, and they were both to the Raiders. So, uh, gosh, it's it's hard. It's a coin flip. I understand it either way, but I take Kansas City on a uh, a neutral field, a home field, or an away field personally. Yeah, um, our lists are pretty similar. Um, not too many teams that are different. Um, the outside looking in. I have some of the same teams as you, but like I said, I wanted to kind of redo my list a little different. 
And so I said, if a team was to play any team in the league, you know, would I take them to win? And I kind of just, I'm going to start from one and go to 10 this time. I'm going to mix it up a little bit here. So number one, no surprise. Everyone knows the Steelers are coming for me. Um, 10 to 0. They haven't slipped up this year. And when they have, they're still able to win games. Plus 124 in the year, like you alluded to. They're number one in the NFL in both sacks and interceptions. The defense is playing phenomenal. Um, they're undefeated. Perfect schedule, perfect record so far. So I'll keep them at one. But um, most people, if they're not at one, are at two, which is the Chiefs. Um, like you said, outside of the Raiders, they're kind of just cruising through teams, it seems like. So with a plus minus, or <clears throat> excuse me, a point differential over 100, uh, nine and one. And they were able to to beat the Raiders. And um, that was a really good game, 35-31. Uh, um, like we alluded to in our live podcast, we were spoiled this week with primetime games, Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. They were all phenomenal. Um, number three, steady is a cucumber. The Saints come in at three. Our top three are, sim- are the same. No shocker. No one moved. No reason to. They're winning games. They've got an extremely good point differential. They have really good wins. Um, at eight and two, they're going to be my third team. Number four, like you said, it seems to be different every week. Yeah. Um, but I have them moving up on the bye. I like the Bills here. Um, their That's losses fun. are a hail mary, hail mary to the Cardinals. Um, they have a win against the Rams. They had that really weird Monday night game where the Titans just kind of steamrolled them. It, it was just a really weird game. But I like the Bills. Their point differential is only plus seven, but sometimes Josh Allen seems unstoppable. The defense can get hot. Um, number one uh, in the AFC East, uh, three in the AFC total. I like them at four. Uh, number five, the Rams. Uh, same spot as you, I believe, at number five. Um, Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, what they're, they've been able to do for that defense, they're producing at a super high rate. Um, Sean McVay added to his unreal statistic of, I believe it's now 31 straight games where if he's leading at halftime, they win. Um, Jared Goff, he's not the most spectacular thing, but he plays really well. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, what more can you say about what they were able to do to uh, Tampa Bay last night? The Rams are a really scary team. I, I wondered about their inconsistency. Um, but like you said, they're seven and one against the NFC, and that's gonna help them going forward. They they seem to be able to beat who they're supposed to. Number six, the Indianapolis Colts. And it wasn't too long ago I said I'm out on them because of Phillip Rivers. And then Phillip Rivers, you know, he's he's been playing really well. The defense has been absolutely amazing. Um, and that's kind of a theme, too. When you look at, you know, my first six teams, their defenses are all playing really well, every single one of these teams. Um, but the Colts beat the Titans, and then they followed up with the win against the Ravens. Um, their last two weeks, they played phenomenal. I'm going to have them at six. They got a big game against the Titans. Number seven, Tampa. And I want to say that, you know, it's weird. Everyone thinks they're one and three in prime time. I don't necessarily think it's prime time. I like Jared alluded to, it's a pass rush. And every team they've played in prime time has had a phenomenal pass rush. The Saints, even the Giants have a good yeah. pass rush. Giants the Bears. It seems like any team that can really get after this offensive line and create havoc in the pocket, it seems like whether it's a different practice with Bruce Arians over Bill Belichick, but everything's not neat and tight. It seems like they have to wing a lot of routes and a lot of throws or just toss-up balls. 
And if they're under duress, they seem to be struggling a lot. So once we get into the playoffs, I wonder if Tampa could have a quick exit. But we'll see. I still have them as my seventh team. Number eight, I have the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Russell Wilson's playing amazing. Um, always has been this entire year. Their wide receivers play nice. I think their defense is improving. It's still not great, but I think they have a chance to be okay or good. Their running game, Bo Scarborough, seems to be playing well for them out of Alabama. They're going to get Chris Carson back. And when this team can also run the ball to aid in their passing game, their offense is virtually unstoppable, and it's going to win them a lot of games. Number nine, the Titans. Uh, with a win against the Ravens, um, seems like they always find a way. It, they're the one team that is being very successful this year. When you walk in, you know what they're going to do. They're a team that's not really disguising anything. They're not having different game plans every week. We're just going to keep running the football, and eventually you're not going to be able to stop it. And that's why they've been able to win a lot of games late. But um, oftentimes when they lose, it's when they fall short. They need to start games a little bit better and get the running game off to a better start. But I, I like the uh, the Titans. And to round it out, um, the Packers at number 10. Um, and I know they're 7-3, and three, and they're number one in their uh, in their division. But I just think this team has a glaring weakness. And it's physicality at the offensive and defensive line. And although I, I like what they can do with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, sometimes this team... This team just makes some dumb mistakes, and they can be pushed around. But I do have them edged over the Ravens. The Ravens, Dolphins, Cardinals, and Browns are all outside my top ten. Um, the Browns, I just don't trust their defense and quarterback a ton, but their running game is so ferocious. It's so, so ferocious. Um, coaching and defense for the Dolphins, but now in a two-minute drill, you're pulling Tua, and they lose to the Broncos, and it's just it was a really weird situation. Don't know what to make of them. In the Cardinals, although they're a really fun team in the number one offense, they have four losses on the year, and one of their wins is a Hail Mary at the end. They, this team could be 5-5. Five and five. They're fun and entertaining, but when it comes down to who's going to win in the playoffs, I think the Cardinals leave a lot to offer, but that's going to finish my top 10 there. Um, Steelers at one. Yeah, I think we, I think we agree a lot of spots. Um, I'm shocked at how close we were this week, even though it's, I mean, we're literally looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, seven win teams. You know, uh, it's, it's, it sucks to take, to leave a seven win team off like the Browns, but, uh, oh. you know, they're, they're the worst of the seven win teams in my opinion. So I could agree with that. And unfortunately we are going into week 12, and they've already played six home games. They only have two more the rest of the year. It's not good. That's, they're 5-1 and one in those games, so great job capitalizing. Uh, gosh, I mean, I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the division. Fortunate for the Browns, I, I think they still play the Jets. They play the Jacksonville Jaguars on the road this year, and I think they still play the Giants. So they have both New York teams and Jacksonville, which are teams they should be able to beat. Yeah. Let's go ahead and start with our playoff picture, or at least our division winners. I mean, you guys kind of understand our playoff picture. Let's go with our division winners. We'll go division by division. Uh, let's start with the NFC North. I'll let you start with this one. I, I mean, it's pretty obvious for both of us, I would assume. Yeah. Um, 
Although I'm not in love with the Packers, they have no. I'm sorry. Two win did, I the, did I say the NFC? You said NFC North. I'm yeah. sorry. I'll start AFC North. AFC North. Okay. Scratch that, boys. Um, AFC North. Yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, especially if they're able to beat the Baltimore Ravens again this weekend. Or, I would well, believe. Thursday. I would. I believe a win would actually lock it up. Yeah, I. It would lock off a lock up a playoff appearance, but I think the Browns mathematically could still catch oh, us if okay. they play us again. So, um, but yeah, if, if they beat the Ravens, they still have teams on their schedule like Washington, uh, Bengals without Joe Burrow. They do have some tough ones, the Colts and Bills, but um, the Steelers are 10-0. They're beating the teams they're supposed to, and the teams that are good, they're still beating competitively. So uh, it's got to be the Steelers. With a three-game lead as of now, I don't see them giving it up. 100% agree. I'll go ahead and take away the AFC East. I think it's the Bills. I think what they're able to do offensively, Josh Allen does enough. Their defense is pretty good. I don't love their running backs. I think that's probably their one weakness. But as much as the Dolphins have played well this year, they also have their weaknesses as well. I believe the Bills are the most complete of all the AFC East teams that are still in the playoff hunt, and I think they win the division. Yeah, the only other choice here would be the Dolphins, and they have an interesting head-to-head matchup left. But um, I, I think I have more faith in the Bills to, to win games than the court. And although Tua's played well, I trust Josh Allen more than Tua still in his early career. I'm going to agree with going with the Bills. Uh, AFC South, I'll let you take this one away. Um, I think the Colts beat the Titans again this week. Um I know you said you think the Titans are a better team. Uh, I think the Colts are. Uh, the Colts still have tough games on their schedule, but, but all in all, it's going to come down to their head-to-head matchup, and I, I think the Colts sweeping the Titans is going to be a big factor. This is the closest one, obviously, we've done yet, um, but I have the Colts winning. I, I think I think the Colts get it done. I, I disagree, and I think you knew that was coming. I'm going to take the Titans. I like them to rebound this week and, and hopefully knock off the Colts. Um, but the Colts, you know, their their last remaining games, they're very fortunate that one, two, three, three of them are in domes, and their week 17 is against the Jacksonville Jaguars in uh, Florida. Their one tough out would be at Pittsburgh. Um, so I would love to sit here and down them that they don't have a chance because of the cold weather, but their schedule is very favorable from here on out. I still like the Titans for what they're able to do. I think they're a better football team, and I think they get the leg up this weekend and hold it off. And hold something them off. that happens too, if the Titans do win this weekend, Jags had a slip or the Colts had a slip up against the Jags week one that can hurt their divisional record. Um, as to where I believe the Titans are going to take care of business against the Texans and Jags. And five and one in division, they'll have a big tiebreaker. Exactly. I I just like the Titans moving forward. Um, I I still think the Colts have at least two losses with Tennessee this weekend and Pittsburgh coming up. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. And the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders aren't an easy out right now. So, uh, the AFC West. I'll go ahead and take this one away. I don't think you're going to argue though. It's the Chiefs for the simple reason of they've lost one game, and uh, there's only been one team that's tested them, and that's the Raiders, and they've beat them. So. Uh, I don't think this team loses again. I really don't. I think they're gonna they're gonna walk their way to the Super Bowl. I really do, uh, and that's including the playoffs. Obviously, a little spoiler there, but um, I don't think anybody beats them the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, 
although I like the Raiders, who are in second place, they can't make up three games on the Chiefs. Yep. Unfortunately, um, it's got to be the Chiefs here. I don't think anyone would disagree. Yeah. Moving right along, the NFC North. My apologies for earlier. I'll let you take this one away now. Um, Packers, although I don't love them, they're two games ahead already, and the other three teams are just incredibly inconsistent. Um, the Packers are a lock. They're going to win at least 50% of their last six games. They're going to reach 10, and I don't think the other teams will. I honestly think the Packers could almost blow it and go 9-7 and seven and still win this division. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because, I mean, I don't know what you think. Who's the second best team in this division right now? I, I truly think it's the Vikings, and they just I do lost too. to the Cowboys. I do too, and I, obviously you know I was high on them at the start of the year. And this was the Vikings team I thought I was getting when I was placing my uh, predictions. I was wrong, obviously. Uh, I think the Packers run away with this. And as you alluded to, I think they could lose a couple more games and still be completely comfortable. Um, We're going to save the best for last. So let's go to the NFC South. I'll take this one away. I think at this point, it's the Saints only because they have two losses. The Bucs have four, and the Saints are 2-0 against the Bucs. At this point, it's, it's impossible. So I'm taking the Saints to to roll. And uh, honestly, I don't think they lose a ton more games. I think they probably finish up 13-3 and three or at the absolute worst 12-4, and four, which would be enough to take Tampa out. Yeah, and um, their next two games are favorable with the Broncos and then the Falcons again. Absolutely. looks really comfortable, especially after that rough first quarter. He grew into the role. I don't think they'll miss much without Drew Brees there. Taysom Hill adds a whole new complexion of that offense and Michael Thomas was still getting his Alvin Kamara was still getting his and that offense is honestly maybe in the conversation for maybe another pod but could be scarier with Taysom Hill than Drew Brees in terms of their uh their explosive potentials so it's got to be the Saints um I honestly think it's it's not unfair to say they have the best defense in the division as well I think they, they, they're right up there with Tampa's, if not a little better, as of late especially. So, got to be New Orleans. Got to be. Let's head out west. It's the NFC West. You get the 6-4 and four Cardinals. You get the 7-3 and three Seahawks. And you get the 7-3 and three Rams. We're gonna, I'm kind of assuming that the, the Niners are out of it at 4-6, and six, I believe they are. Um, I'm going to take my pick from the beginning of the year. Uh, my second place pick, I should say, because I thought the Niners would win this division. I'm going to take my second place pick and roll with it. I, I'm taking the Seahawks. Even though on a more complete team basis, I believe the Rams are the best team in this division, but the Rams are more weak at quarterback, and I'm going to take Russ to get the job done. Yeah, that's completely fair. Um, the, the reason why I'm going to take the Rams, I am going to disagree and take the Rams, is because I believe – the Rams have not lost in division, correct? Correct. They're 4-0. They're actually, I believe there's three undefeated teams, the Steelers, the Bills, and the Rams. Inside their own division? Yes, yes. And and that that's why I think the Rams are going to go 6-0 in division. I believe their defense is the kryptonite for the high-powered Cardinals and Seahawks with their ability to put Jalen Ramsey on DeAndre Hopkins or Metcalf and at least slow them down. Maybe not stop them, but slow them down. And um, also, the Rams' offense is too much for the weak defenses of the Seahawks and the Cardinals. So I think yeah. the Rams go 6-0 and in division, and I don't think the Seahawks are good enough to outright just beat the Rams on division, especially if they're going to take another loss to the Rams. 
Um, I like the Rams to host a game in that new LA stadium. I, I think they take the division. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna before we go on to our last division, I'll give you your props here. Several weeks back, you said that you thought that this Rams team could be better than the team that reached Super Bowl 53, and I disagreed with you at the time. I'm actually coming around. I think you're right. Um, a because the pieces that they have are more elite pieces. Um, and, and, and B, I think probably the, the more, um, more equipped reason would be they're more experienced at this point. This is a way more experienced Rams team than the team that went to Super Bowl 53 coaching experience, quarterback experience, the running games better in general and the defensive experience. What's funny is their key guys are experienced. But yes. if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Rams are the second youngest team in the NFL. I they're in right. the top yeah. three. But but where they need to be, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Jared Goff, you know, and there's rumors that Andrew Whitworth, I believe his name is, the left tackle, there's rumors he might be able to come back towards playoff time from his injury. So oh. where they need to be, they're very smart. And again, uh, not that it's a given, but so far it has been. If they get a lead at half, Sean McVay puts teams away. And, I mean, that's not easy to do. Yeah. With that being you, said, the Seattle Seahawks are undefeated when they have a lead half, except for one loss, and it was like two weeks ago. So they have literally – yeah. Russell Wilson's like 50-1. and one. Yeah. Um, I just think, like, you look at some of the teams, uh, Seahawks, they're able to put Ramsey on Metcalf. Cardinals, they're able to put Ramsey on D-Hop. If they yeah. play the Packers, they're able to put him on Devontae Adams. The Saints, Michael Thomas. I just You look at a lot of the NFC teams, and they have that one stud receiver that puts their offense over the top. They have a Jalen Ramsey. It's the same thing where with the Patriots two years ago, whenever they faced any team, here's Stephon Gilmore on your best guy. Let's see what else you got. And the Rams, we're talking about Jalen Ramsey so much, it would be a shame not to bring up Aaron Donald. The like I said, you, this guy is straight pure comedy to watch on the football field, and he might even be the most entertaining player to watch in football. Yeah. Well, we saved the best for last. It's the NFC least, as some people are calling them. Uh, truly, it's the NFC East. Listen to this. I think this is a this is a bard burner. The Washington football team are sitting at three and seven. The New York Giants are sitting at three and seven. The Dallas Cowboys are sitting at three and seven, and the division leaders the Philadelphia Eagles are sitting at three, six, and one. Who do you think wins this division? I famously have said it will take five wins or less. Um, I still, I still believe that. <laughs> I don't believe it's going to take more. Uh, I thought you said it was going to take six or seven. Obviously, I think you've backpedaled on what the Eagles are going to be second half. I'll let you start. Who do you think takes this one? Um, as crazy as it seems. Um, when I was high in the Eagles, I didn't take a look at their schedule. The Eagles are uh, primed and ready to lose four straight after the Browns. I'm Xing them off. Um, when it comes to Washington, I believe they have just the most limited roster, although they do have some young pieces playing well. Um, I have the Cowboys hosting a playoff game as the four seed. Um, First of all, they beat the Vikings, who I know isn't crazy, but they did play well. Um, secondly, they came off the bye week, and maybe something happened in that bye week because they played well as an entire team. I believe their defense has has been getting better. They, I mean, allowing 28 to the Vikings is the most they've allowed in over a month. 
they held the Washington to 25, Philadelphia to 23, Pittsburgh to 24. Although their offense didn't keep up, they did last week. Um, but I say it simply for their remaining schedule. They play Washington. The Ravens are injured. I still have the Ravens beating them, but they're injured. That, that you know, Thursday night game, that, that could be a shocker. Um, the Bengals without Joe Burrow. The 49ers who are incredibly injured. And then they ended on the Eagles and Giants, which are obviously winnable games. So all these teams in divisional games are winnable. So that's three right off the bat. The injured 49ers and the San Francisco 49 or in the uh, the Bengals without Joe Burrow. I believe truly take out Baltimore. Five of their six games, I believe they can win. Not saying they will, but I think just and the opportunities ahead of them three of their last six are at home so they get they get quite a few home games too um i i like i like i like them here i I like the the cowboys those playoff game as much as it's nasty and i think they'll lose in the first round someone's got to win this division and i think it's dallas yeah yeah i actually agree with you but i think the giants will surprise us for at least a blink they're going to play the Bengals this week, okay? And I think they're going to beat the Bengals, obviously, without Burrow. But then they get a couple of tough games. They're at Seattle. They got the Arizona Cardinals. They got the Browns. They got the Ravens again. Or not the again, but they have the Ravens. Um, and then they're going to finish with the Cowboys. I believe that if the Giants beat the Bengals, they will have a shot to play for the win week 17. They'll have a shot to play for the divisional championship. Because, like, like I said, I believe five wins will take this division. It's crazy. Five wins. I, I'm, I'm sticking to it. Um, but I'm with you. I'm taking the Cowboys because of their remaining schedule. Every game except for one, and that's the at Ravens, I believe is a winnable football game. Yep. And- so just, just so everyone knows, I said the Cowboys schedule. Say the Giants one more time. Just the teams they play. Just the teams that they're going to finish up with here. Yeah. So this Sunday they will play the Cincinnati Bengals at the Bengals without Joe Burrow. Then they're right. at C- then they're at Seattle. Okay, week thirteen. Mind you, they just had their bye, so they're they're kind of fresh. They literally had their bye this week. So at 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 Cincinnati at Seattle. Then they're gonna host Arizona. So they're gonna play the Cardinals. Okay. Then they're gonna have the Browns. Not that I'm against the Browns, but a home game against the Browns is is a is a winnable game. It really is. The Browns are the Browns until they're not the Browns. Then they're at Baltimore. I think that one, that's a for sure loss, in my opinion. The Ravens are going to be fighting for a playoff spot. They're, on the, they're, they're actually outside right now, the playoff picture. So they're fighting for a playoff spot. I think they'll roll the Giants. And then that's when Week 17 were to come into play. They're going to host the Cowboys. Yeah, so, so they, they have some tough games. The Cardinals, the Browns, the Ravens. Um, I have the Washington schedule up. So they obviously play the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Then at the Steelers, they go at the 49ers, which Kyle Shanahan's still a tricky out. Seahawks, yep. Panthers, Eagles. I Again, with the Seahawks and the Steelers and some interdivision games. And then the Eagles, just real quick, their next four are Seahawks, Cardinals, Packers, so a lot of these teams 
actually all of them except the Eagles really played two or three powerhouse teams that, you know, were saying outside looking in, they got a chance as to where the Dallas Cowboys outside of the Ravens is a bunch of injured, banged up, injured division games. I just, before the season, we talked about the Cowboys, you know, they do have a lot of talent at wide receiver. Andy Dalton played well. They still have Zeke who, who can turn it on at any point in the season. We just don't know. The defense has picked it up over the last month. I'm not saying they're great, not even saying they're good. But if we're talking about all these teams, the Giants are playing the best currently, and the Cowboys are playing the second best, and they have the most favorable schedule. Someone's got to win this division, and whoever it is is walking into probably whoever takes second out of the NFC West, which would be the Seahawks or Rams coming into town I don't think they can win either of those games. However, if we're picking, you got who? I got the Cowboys. And so do I. But most importantly, I, I'm and I'm sticking to this. I believe the winner of this division will have five wins. And that's it. And if, if Philly gets to five wins, that is really bad news because they have the tie. So if Philly's able to pull out two more wins, which I don't believe they will, but if they are able to, they will win this division based off of the fact that they have a they would have a five, ten, and one record. And that would be enough to get in. I, I truly think the Cowboys will get to six wins. You think so? If if I if I had to to put um if it was plus or minus six point five wins for the Cowboys, I think yeah. I would put 25 bucks on the over. I think they could hit seven and nine with this schedule and the way they're playing. I think the Cowboys could hit even seven and nine. And, so, and I, I, I really think when the playoffs start, we could be looking back on this terrible NFC East and say, you know, the team that made it out was seven and nine. That's not terrible. They were just bad for the first, you know, nine, eight, nine games of the season. I think the Cowboys, we could be looking at their schedule. And after the bye week, I think after the bye week, they could be a, a four and three or a five and two team after their bye week. There's been 11 weeks of football, and none of these teams have more than three wins. But you think that the Cowboys are going to muster up four wins over the next six weeks? And, and, and I know that's shocking, and it might sound stupid, but I think they've it played some really stupid. tough just, games. Inter, I, interdivision games can go either way. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I'm with you there. But because they can go either way, I'm not going to give them all three of them. And I feel like you are. I feel like you're saying, well, they're going to win all their division games. You know what I mean? No, I'm, just, I'm giving them two of those three, and I think they're going to beat the Bengals, and I think they're yeah. going to beat the 49ers. Okay. All right. That that 49ers game is actually, as of right now, slated to be on Sunday Night Football. Uh, they both, have both seem to be maybe six wins tops. The Cowboys have three division games left and three out of division games left. I think they'll go two and one in both of those separate pools. Interesting. All right. And they could they could lose on Thanksgiving, and I could be wrong right off the bat, and it could look like a terrible thing. But I think they're going to beat Washington. I, I think they're going to play the right card and lose, and then I think they're going to beat the Bengals. So I think they're going to have a month through November into December where they're three and one. And we're looking at this team a little differently going into the 49ers like they're starting to put it together. But 
like you said, the Giants could win some games because they're playing really well. And then, you know, week 17, January 3rd, we could be tuning into a 1 o'clock Giants-Cowboys game for the playoffs, which is crazy. But That's absolutely insane. It'll be Not an early playoff game, in my opinion. This was the best for last, and I know we've kind of neglected the NFC East for most of the most of the power rankings. So these last two, we did get into it, and um, not our that's fault. My feeling. That's my feelings, and maybe some people listen. They're like, "Oh, because the Cowboys almost beat the Steelers, you're gonna hop on their train." <laughs> <laughs> that's not what it is. I just uh... think their defense has played better last last month. They've they allowed. There was five games in a row where they allowed 39, 38, 49, 34, 38. And they cut that down by 10. They allowed 25, 23, 24, and then a 28. But their offense was is scoring more and more each game, 3, 9, 19, 31. They came out of the bye and had a game plan and executed against the Vikings, who were a team that were on a three-game win streak. Um, I don't know many people that are in pickums that picked the Cowboys to beat the Vikings. I didn't. I just think this is a team that, that could surprise a lot of people and not be as terrible as a 5-11 five and five and 11 team hosting a playoff game. That would be atrocious. I think that's where we're heading. But, uh, well, we I could, think that... We could see a 3-12-1 team host a playoff <laughs> game if none of them win no, again. But they, they, have yeah, yeah, they have to. Guys, bunch of guys. Guys, come on. <laughs> three ten and three takes the takes the division. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Goodness. Well, I think uh I think we did a pretty good job with this one. Gave us our top ten teams and uh basically get, gave everybody their division winners. I mean, um as we get closer here, uh we only have a we only have a couple more weeks. So this week, Thanksgiving week, every single team plays. There's no buys. But then the next week is the last week of buys. Week 13 will be it. And then after that, maybe we'll switch up the power rankings. Maybe we'll start doing uh, playoff predict predictions or something. So, all right. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been yeah. real. It's been real. And, uh, I mean, gosh, football is it's winding down. It's winding down. We're at Thanksgiving week already. It's crazy. Yep. Thanksgiving week, college basketball about to start up, NBA in a, in a month. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys enjoy your Thanksgiving. Uh, first off, we are thankful for you as listeners. We'll thank for, for um, the com- you guys in the community and, and the real talk supporters. And uh, yeah, we're thankful to be doing this for you guys. So uh, I appreciate your guys' uh, listens and your interactions and everything else. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure Brad does too. Absolutely. So. All right, guys, uh, until next time, it's been real. Happy Thanksgiving. Go Patriots. Go Steelers, baby.